All right, so today on Be Honest, uh, my guest, as you can see right here, hosts a show called uh, Mostly Football uh, on Complex and Yahoo Sports. You also, I think most importantly, that people might know you, you've covered red carpets for years, so you've rubbed elbows with some Hollywood elite. Uh, it's been Lions, and so I'm so glad he stopped by our little show. I thought you were going to bring me on for sort of a mid-season check-in on the state of the Lakers. Oh, oh, I'm getting Stop, there, buddy. Get to that? I am that, getting there. No, I'm not afraid no. of it. Let's first start off with your your Knicks, a.k.a. Dumpster Fire. Nowhere to go but up, Gary. Nowhere to go but up. Okay, so listen. After All-Star Weekend, how confident are you that Kyrie and KD are heading to New York? How confident am I? I'm a Knicks fan. Confidence went out the window. Patrick Ewing missed that finger roll, Carrie. Um, even if they do come, they're going to end up winning 44 games to the second seed, right? I mean, that's the way this movie plays out. Um, I don't know. We've really been through the ringer. Super Bowl weekend was emotional because of Porzingis news. He was the last Jedi. He was our only hope. Uh-huh. Um, now I've moved on. I realize he missed 100 games his first three years and has only played one game in the month of April in his entire NBA career. So I'm at peace with now moving forward. Yeah. Does that does yeah, that future include Kyrie and KD? I hope so. It'd be a lot of fun. I mean, Kyrie made a better movie than KD did. Okay. Um, uh, shout out to Uncle Drew. So we'll see what happens. But um, nowhere to go but up. I mean, oh, most losses in the league since the year 2000, Kerry. Yeah, nowhere to go but up. How do you feel about tanking and the art of tanking? What they're doing currently. The thing with the Knicks is for a long time, they weren't trying to lose on purpose. They were trying to win and mm-hmm. they lost. When you, you know, when you go all in with Joe Kim Noah and Derek Rose and you try and win with Melo and then you lose, like that's the worst. This has just been fun to watch young players try and find their way. Alonzo Trier, it's actually a great story. Same with Mitchell Robinson. Uh-huh. So, uh, as far as the tanking goes, you know, as long as it's not the days of Michael Doliak and, uh, you know, Shandon Anderson and Howard Isley, those are some dark times at the garden. Anything's yeah. better than and that. And mostly everyone right now listening and watching is saying, who? Question mark? Question mark? Dating myself. Yes, they're like, strong who? Othella Harrington reference uh, who, yeah, on the podcast. Who? Um, all right, so let's turn to that other organization uh, that is just as important in the NBA, and that is the Lakers. Way more important. And I'd right like now. to talk about why, <laughs> how do you feel about the Pelicans? Like how badly? Do you oh, Carrie, I'm so excited to be trade. on your show, especially this time of year with what's going on with this Lakers season. And I'm so glad we didn't do this back in August. <laughs> <laughs> a totally different podcast. Um, you know, it's really, it's really incredible what's going on with the New Orleans franchise and that a, a, a city that hasn't really come out and supported the NBA in a big way there. Not the way they get behind the Saints or even LSU to an extent. Um, it's just awkward. Every night is weird now when AD's playing. Is he going to play a lot and play well? Is he not going to play? But like, how poorly run is the franchise? I mean, look at what they did to the Lakers. I didn't. I mean, seriously, they're leaking the information of who's being traded what they did to the lakers yeah when the lakers what they did when the lakers tried to make this coup and steal the nba relevancy and then wake up after the trade oh by the way the lakers we're still a 10 still anyone and surprise surprise hiring the suicide squad didn't work out anthony davis wanted out he wanted to come to the lakers and the Pelicans sabotage did they not but but he signed a contract to be in new orleans for a certain amount of time okay and this is unprecedented in the nba where he's going all in on a trade request like Two trading deadlines in advance. Okay, can I ask a question? Jokes aside, Carrie. Yeah. There's there's no win for the player. 
Forget the organization. Forget no win the Lakers, for Anthony Davis. Forget the league. There's no win for Anthony Davis. Why? Because he doesn't want to be there. Right. So the fan base there is not going to ex- accept whatever reason he comes up with for why he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And any other profession on earth, if you want to change your scenery and work with different co-workers and uproot your family. And you eat, can. You can. And you're, in fact, celebrated when you do. How many going away parties have we had for people <laughs> that in our lives say, hey, you got a new job at Congrats. a direct competitor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me put on a fancy clothes and go have a cake for you. Um, that's, you know, if you're mellow and you ask for a trade and they do it, it cripples a franchise when you went from Denver to New York. Uh. If you're uh, LeBron and you want to do it, they burn your jersey. If you're, you can't win. It's not fair. You can't win. Okay. So uh, I will see what happens. Um, you know, number one pick and Kevin Knox for and Frank for AD in New York to get, join Kyrie. Get, and, get out of here. Get out of here. Let's yeah. do it, Gary. Podcast over. No, okay. I have a few more questions like <laughs> as I'm pouting. Uh, okay, I do want to talk about this uh, in a serious note. Um, I do believe what is happening, and I need you to take away all your Nick fandom and look at this through an objective lens. Do you believe there is, and I'm not even going to go with the word conspiracy, but there there are those who do not want to see the Lakers franchise do well within the league for several reasons. One, just because they didn't like the relevancy of the dominance they had back in the day. Two, Rob Palenka, former agent, now in charge of the Lakers, he had his own bit of hate coming into the situation because he was one of the most powerful agents in the league. And then people just hate LeBron in general. So you take all this separate hate, you put it together. I mean, it, it's a very bad recipe, is it not? But Carrie, you know how it is in 2019. People hate up. People in your comments saying yeah. wild stuff because they wish that they were able to work as hard as you or achieve sure. what you have or live the life you have. So I think when it comes to hate, look at it as a sign of validation of the hate? fact that they're uh. still part of the conversation in the NBA when, let's be honest, they haven't won a playoff series in six years. I don't know any other team that hasn't won a playoff series in six years Mm -hmm. that still leads your shows on ESPN. (laughs) So the fact that they're part of that conversation is a win for the Laker organization. And look, I don't, I don't think, um, Every NBA team is playing with the same deck of cards. Mm -hmm. They're extenuating circumstances surrounding every franchise and organization that they have to deal with, whether Mm -hmm. that's a lack of season ticket subscribers and buyers or media partners or free agent destinations. Sure. But the Utah Jazz has gotten out of the first round the last two years, and I don't see them making big splashes in the summertime. So so it comes down to how you run your organization. Are you still doing that Utah Jazz thing? It's a team in law. I'm still married. Yes, I'm I'm all in on the Utah Jazz You're still doing that. I talked to my producers. I was like, I wonder if Ben is going to do that Utah Jazz Team in law. First of all, everybody knows. Team in law. (laughs) Donovan Mitchell is the second coming of Dwayne Wade. Uh, Ricky Rubio looks like he went to Hogwarts. But they're a great time. They're a lot of fun. It is strange going to a basketball game with 20,000 white people in the stand. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, so we're still doing that different kind of basketball it's a different kind of basketball well, hey, basketball's for yeah. everybody it's uh yeah. it's it's a special vibe out in utah i'm telling you yeah. they, they're winning basketball games and look the lakers have no one to blame for themselves they honestly they they traded away an all-star in d'angelo russell oh goodbye they said goodbye to julius randall goodbye to you oh i was hoping the ad trade goodbye happened bye i was hoping you. it happened so the pelicans could go to the second round with kyle kuzma brandon ingram julius randall I, first of all i would have been First Amazing. and foremost, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell could not thrive here because he was a tattletale and it was too many distractions in Los Angeles. It's you have to understand. Chad, it's early infancy. It, no, no. one really no. familiar with the platform. No, 
you have to understand, you have to be a type of player to play here with all these distractions. It's Hollywood, it's glitz, it's glamour. You become a bigger star, and people can't function in this environment. It ain't for everybody. Right, so let's bring in eighth grade. Let's bring in Born Ready, Lance Stevenson. That Listen, sounds like a recipe has he got in, Has he gotten in trouble? No, he hasn't gotten in trouble. Has he done anything has wrong? Has he gotten into the playoff has picture? He, has he gotten arrested? No, that's is he, is he selling a gold secrets? star in my book. I, well, I, I'm okay with that, as long as you're not selling secrets. I don't want to know who's doing anything. I'm okay with that. You know I'm going to defend the Lakers. I, I, I know, but it's, just, it's funny that I'm usually the one in here who has to spin. <laughs> say to the Knicks, first of all, the Knicks are going to win the playoff series before the Lakers will. Never. You, you are, it's, this is new territory for you. I'm not spinning. What was August like? It was fun, right? Weren't you jealous? Labor Day. Like, how, how jealous were you? I mean, it's August. How jealous were you? It's the Laker fan base. In the how jealous were you? Oh, no, I was just question. getting my popcorn ready for the roller coaster <laughs> that I was about to, to I mean, the first game was insane. It was a debutante ball in Los Angeles. <laughs> You're so people jealous. getting people getting You're fights, so sneaker companies je- having wine tastings. <laughs> okay? You are so oh. jealous, and I don't like it, Ben. It's not pretty on you. You have so much winning in your life. First of all, you're very champion already. <laughs> winning. Second, you're on vacation in the most glamorous international exotic de- destinations, and you get to watch LeBron James play every night yeah. across the street from your office. Don't be jealous. Certain people are just blessed, and that happens to be me. And you are too. You get to hang out with Hollywood celebrities. Thank you got the Oscars yes. coming. I need you to give me a quick preview. Coming up on the other side of the break, we have more with the great Ben Lyons. But first, make sure you're subscribed to Be Honest on the ESPN app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I do want to talk about this trend of celebrities actually being, excuse me, athletes actually being a part of the Oscars. Serena's, she's actually presenting this year. Kobe won last year. Do you see this being more of a relevancy in terms of athletes coming to the Oscars? I think it's a great time, Carrie, for elevated sports storytelling. You've, okay. seen, you've seen it at the Oscars with Kobe winning for his short uh, his short animated film last year. Tanya Harding, uh, Laura. Uh, oh, you know, you're yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's a that's an Oscar movie. Allison Janney winning supporting yeah. uh, actress last year. Icarus won the documentary. For Netflix yeah. about cycling and doping, yes, 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 yes. and right here at ESPN, the OJ documentary a few yes. years ago. So yes. it's a great t- the stigma that once surrounded the phrase sports movies. Well, they don't translate overseas, yep. or audiences who aren't into sports aren't going to enjoy these stories. It's just not the case, you know. I was out at Sundance and interviewed a filmmaker named Gorinda Chada. Mm-hmm. She directed Bend It Like Beckham, mm-hmm. the only yes, movie in the history of the world to be distributed in every country on earth. Yes, and it speaks volumes to the power sports has to unite audiences. And I think it's a great time for sports stories. By the way, as you go down, this is why you're the expert in Hollywood. You go down that list. It's a long list. It's been there. We are just now acknowledging it in so many different ways. And I and I also know, I think about Malcolm X. I mean, excuse me. I mean, Denzel Washington, because I think he's the same guy as Malcolm X. But, but, in that, but remember, but he in did that, that film, and that's a film. X, and exactly. there was a time when the studio was going to pull the plug on that movie. Yep. And Spike Lee turned to the sports community. He and, went to Magic Johnson and, and Michael said, Jordan and said, I need some money. Can you help he, me out? And they gave it to him. And, and you hear that. Yeah. I remember being at Sundance one year in, in the Eccles Theater, which is the big, famous yeah. premiere spot there. And I'm standing there, and they bring all the producers on stage. And I'm like, am I the only one in the theater who recognizes Michael Finley? Uh-huh. Michael Finley, former Dallas Maverick, has been the only one. supporting independent film for a long time and built a nice business for himself. Chris Webber's been a staple at Sundance, Tony Parker. A lot of NBA guys have been supporting independent film in a way that you don't really even hear about. It's almost, well, the worlds do connect in many ways, but on the highest level to see them being, I don't know, maybe embraced when you're more of a mainstream athlete like Serena and Kobe, not necessarily an independent film like Bend It Like Beckham or these other independent films that are being embraced. But just when the artists are big and they're known, or the athletes are big and they're known, they're being embraced. And I think that's a good look. LeBron's not only 
the most uh, influential sports content producer. Sure. He's one of the most influential producer producers here sure. in Hollywood. There was that run in August when he got to town where every shop in, in this city wanted to be in business with him. So mm-hmm. he's able to have deals at Showtime and HBO, two mm-hmm. traditional competitors. Yeah, I got to ask you a question. If, in fact, we don't get AD, will there be certain Hollywood people who will not want to deal with him? I think you... I mean, you guys we, forget the end of Kobe's career. It's really interesting to me how the Laker organization and fan base could have just survived getting through an aging superstar. So what do you do? Sign up for another aging superstar? Yeah. I remember when Kobe Wait a second. Are you call, wait, are you calling LeBron an aging superstar? 100%. Oh, my God. 16 Blast years me. in the league. He's 33, 34 years He's old. He's not even in the same situation as He's Kobe was. He's an aging Blast superstar. me. Go ahead. How old was Kobe when he tore the Achilles? That He hasn't torn his Achilles. I've, I don't hope he doesn't. Uh, yeah, before. like how dare you but put that mojo the out act, there. If we're going to keep it the Hollywood How theme. Is it not the third act? Oh, God. We're definitely not at intermission. Oh, my God. So I think for the Laker fans, they forget that <laughs> a lot of people didn't want to play with Kobe when he was screaming at his teammates they were Charmin Soft. Uh-huh. People might not sign up for the LeBron circus in the vortex. Lies. You're not going to come on this show business. and you're not going to put up that propaganda, that Dolan propaganda, that nonsense that's coming out of your mouth right now. Hey, that is a lie. Oh, people I'll tell you this much. If Kevin Durant comes to New York City, nobody's going to be defacing murals on West Force Street. Let me tell you something. If Kevin Durant comes to New York City, you are in for your own set of drama. Thank you very much. And I, I will lips. have you back. In your lips, I, the high spirits ears. The, ice, the high spirits ears. All right, what can people check you out in and how can they find you? Give me your stuff before I get you out of here. I'm doing the Lion's Den podcast right now. It's in the spirit of my grandfather who wrote for the New York Post six days a week for 40 years covering nightlife from 1934 to 74. I'm third generation now in our family getting to talk to athletes, artists, activists, creators. So I'll have Michelle Gondry, the great French filmmaker on my show and then I'll have Langston Galloway once a Nick always a Nick backup point guard from the Pistons on my show and people are telling their life stories and what I hope people can take away from listening to the conversations much like your show that we're on now is that everyone's got their own path and everyone has their own journey and everyone finds their own voice at the right time in their life and applies it in a way that makes sense to them and there's no rules to any of this I love it color outside the lines create and really just kind of go for whatever it is that you're passionate about. And I like to celebrate those stories on the podcast. I love that idea. I lead with passion all the time, and then I figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that works always <laughs> the best way. Meanwhile, uh, Ben Lyons, ladies and gentlemen, on Beyond the Shore. Always such a pleasure. Thank you for coming Enjoy down. the Oscars and enjoy uh, having your summer vacation start in the middle of April. Although I have... nice to have May and June free. I just... As a Laker fan... You we are going like to the postseason, Laker Nation. It's time for playoff basketball. Laker Nation, we are going to the postseason. Do not believe this guy. He's full of it. Look at his look at his look at his sweatshirt. We can't trust anybody with that sweatshirt. Thank you. Great to see you. You too. We're so far away. <laughs>Everybody, that was Ben Lyons. Uh, definitely check out his podcast, Lions Dan. He's a, he's a smart guy. The only thing he's a little off on is basketball. But other than that, um, I think you can trust him for what he has to say. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this edition of Be Honest. We will be back next week, folks. Don't miss it.